Well, what do you record child porn on? I guess just an iPhone, a good old-fashioned iPhone. Yeah, but the thing is, then you got to deal with the cloud. You don't know how. <laughs> but from the smallest room in New York works. City Cyborg comes a show that gives you a reason to live. There are places with more AIDS and a higher infant mortality rate where the currency is worth less and female circumcision is way more common. But Times Square is the most desperate place on Earth. Motel 6 will leave a light on for you. Times Square will leave about 100 million lights on constantly, and none of them are for you. Fortunately, well, the lights aren't all that's flashing. There's women painted up like whores, because they are, and whores that are painted up like a goddamn work of art, because they are. Sexy ladies wearing nothing but heels and a thong, body painted by their artist slash pimp before they get out there and hustle dollars from tourists. Sexy, naked, painted women have proliferated since nude model Zoe West got arrested but won $15,000 suing the city with a little help from none other than Ron Kuby. Kuby said at the time, the beauty of New York City is that a naked girl can win a nice suit. Good, clean fun. Uh, joining me now, news whore Mandy Stadmiller. Hi, Pat. Former reporter for the New York Post. Correct. For seven years. Correct. Seven years at the Post must give you a lot of insight. Uh, yeah, and I had to cover a nudist convention one time. That's what I was thinking of with those... Uh, with those ladies. Oh yeah, nudist convention. Where and one of my first stories um, was me being uh, naked and body painted. Well, that's always a story. <laughs> Where was that? Um, it was uh, New York Fashion Week 2006. Then you got completely naked and painted. I had pasties and a little thong. Like a like a merkin. Um, the you told me what a merkin is once. What I is see it? a thing that it's like a fa- it's like a pussy wig. <sighs> I don't know if it was a merkin. It was just a little, a little thong. Well, uh, <laughs> it sounds great. Anyway, yeah, thank yeah, it you. Sounds, sounds like sounds like. And how did they paint you? Was it like a um, multicolored? They, they painted me in a Vivian Tam style. Um, oh, of course, yes. <laughs> and uh, it was it was red and black, and uh, I looked like a weird kind of kabuki, ugly fetish. Hot girl. Oh, that's sexy. Thanks. Now, uh, you got a picture of that we can put up someplace? Yeah, it's online. It's on my Flickr. All right, we're going to post that. Uh, okay. Uh, that's, that's on the New York City Crime Report page. You can also <laughs> find it. Uh, maybe, you know what? That'll just be the cover, maybe, you know? Well, thank you, New York Post. Uh, that's a fine paper which drew from its deep well of righteous anger, summoned up enough false outrage to run a story that allowed them to run some great pictures. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They quoted extensively from a tour guide. Yeah, so that was the idea, huh? To, to get the photos in there. Yeah, having your cake and eating it too. Look yeah. how disgusting this is. Mm-hmm. We look, are outraged. Look inside for 10 more close up photos <laughs> of things to make you both outraged and hard. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's really the way you want to be. Mm-hmm. There, uh, uh, there's a guy who chaperones middle school kids around. He's got a problem with all this. And they quote him extensively. He says, they're engaging in child pornography. That's my biggest fear. What? It doesn't seem uh, real, you know? I mean, that, that it's it, child pornography. I wouldn't exactly describe it as child pornography. Well, it's because... Um, There's nobody out there with I'm a, an I'm a big deal smile. 
<laughs> pointing at their crotches um, or, uh, you know. Well, well um, some of the school children are getting pictures taken with the naked painted ladies. So that's the idea that it that that's pornographic, right? That's yeah, what yeah, his I, argument I, is. That's that's his argument. Yeah. 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 I don't think that holds up. Yeah. A that thumbs up selfie with the. Uh, What's essentially a selfie with what, like a showgirl, really? I think that um, if the guy, if it's like a twelve-year-old boy, like grabbing her tit or like you know fingering her asshole or something like that, mm-hmm. then yes, that is child pornography. Right. But you know, barring that, I think we're good. That's going to cost you fifty at least. I think <laughs> you know for the for the photo. Uh, the, these are the thoughts of Brian Mathis. He's a tour guide for the Montana-based Global travel alliance so he uh he said he turned his head for 30 seconds and a 14 year old kid done runned off got his picture took with the naked lady mm-hmm. well i'll be don't that's the one word for that child pornography uh stretching it the tour guide <laughs> says uh we're fighting an uphill battle and if the kid can get away from you that's what they're gonna do these kids have pocket money they're an easy mark well, listen, we don't want you coming to Times Square and blowing all your money. Well, with there's M&M World and the Disney store in the background of that. You know, like, why waste a few dollars on a golden once-in-a-lifetime moment getting your picture taken <laughs> with a naked woman painted like the American flag kissing you on the cheek? You could get some flannel M&M pants. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just candy in there. They got great souvenir apparel. Ugh. All for more than it should cost. M&M backpacks, mugs, all the colors. <laughs> Well, uh, New York City Crime Report bought, brought to you by the M&M store. Yeah, it's important that you not, <laughs> you know, patronize these naked ladies when you could be spending money on a, on a little slot machine. This is whether you are. Well, this is from the uh, a spokesman for the Times Square Alliance business group, TJ uh, Witham. Whether you're a costume poo bear or bare naked. Well, the larger issue is the onslaught of aggressive solicitation Mm. and predatory behavior that occurs in Times Square on a daily basis. It's only getting worse. Hmm. Yeah, all that aggressive solicitation really tends to distract from the flashing signs and blaring music our fine retailers use. I've never been aggressively um, solicited from any of those whack jobs in Times Square. Have you? Well, I don't really put them in a position to do that. Because I filmed so many things there doing man on the street stuff. and uh, You mean Mandy on the street? Mandy on the street stuff, yeah. And nobody ever came up to you? I mean, I don't know. Maybe because I have people filming me. so they, But then they would even want to be more aggressive, I would think. Well, they're, they're there to make a living. You know, they're, they're, they're not there to... They're not seeing the big picture trying to get on your show. <laughs> right, you know, yeah. They're like, oh, man, I'm trying to have a sandwich today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I feel kind of bad for them. Well, you know, they're what the, you shouldn't. They're hurting the mission of Times Square. Yeah. That's to get all of the money. Mm-hmm. Not all, but $15. They want all of it. Have you ever been inside the M&M store? I have, yeah. I, I had a, some visiting relatives who <laughs> insisted on being there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's Did you want to kill yourself? More than once. Oh, it's just awful. Yeah, it's the worst thing in New York City. There's more floors on it <laughs> than you can even imagine. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and each one, they get, it gets progressively worse. It's it gets like, it, it gets progressively more ridiculous that there's a store for M&M's. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, no one wants this. It's like the It's a Small World ride. It's like, it's, it, this doesn't seem... Okay, the I like It's a Small World, but well, yeah. 
Hey, who doesn't? It's the best. <laughs> well, the tour guide said he's not done. He says, I, I'll keep pushing this as hard as I can until somebody tells me to go jump off a bridge. Well. Jump off a bridge, buddy. An 18-year-old woman jumped from a seven-story balcony. And oh. She was impaled on the points of a big iron fence in Kipps Bay. Ouch. East 29th Street between Lexington and Lexington and Park just after midnight. At the end of a Monday night, she just stepped onto the apartment balcony to have a smoke, and she landed on a big iron fence, impaling herself. And uh, it's being investigated as a suicide. No foul play suspected, so it seems logical. Either she killed herself or she was smoking some uh, after-school special urban legend weed. <laughs> Momentarily thought she could fly. That's the best kind of weed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff that gets you high, like uh, like like it's supposed to be in, the, in TV and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that is one quality fence. I mean, it didn't move an inch. <laughs> the cops just hung a sheet around the body. I mean, you've got Ugh, that is a rough way to go. I just don't see why you would do that. It's a real time saver, the sheet too, because she can go ahead and start haunting her friends right away. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about whoever had to get her body off that uh, fence. Yeah. Judging from where the sheet is hanging, I mean, she didn't even. I think I would, she didn't hit the ground. She's all on the fence. I am. I I feel like I would be interested in that job where it's the kind of murder suicide cleanup job. Have you ever been interested in that? Yeah, it seems like. Well, yeah, it's some of the times you go, well, I can either deliver food. Yeah. You know, you start, when money's running really low, and sure, you're like, sure. what could I do? Oh, yeah, because you're a man, so you can't use your vagina. I can't use my vagina yeah, at all. Right, if I right. could masturbate into a camera to get paid for it, <laughs> I would be doing it. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to dig a body off you, a fence. Well, you're very... Well, anyway, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> you wouldn't want to... Gay porn. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's limits to... Yeah. Look, let me get this comparison out. <laughs> Trying to get that body off. Like getting an uncooked red-skinned potato off a fork. <clears throat> no. Yes, and that's bad news already for people who uh, have enough bad news. I'm talking about the suicidal people. Uh, Mayor de Blasio cut funding for the suicide hotline by a lot. Oh, no. $347,000 to $49,500. Unless something changes immediately, the the Samaritan's hotline will will be no more. And you know, with funding so profoundly depleted, the executive director says, we can't, I don't see how we can continue to operate That'll be the end of that hotline. It's been around for 30 years. Isn't there a national hotline, though, that can kind of handle everyone? Do you know that I called a suicide hotline one time? Yeah, and? And um, What happened? Did you well, kill yourself? I, no, I wasn't <laughs> suicidal. I was just lonely. I was a reporter in oh, Florida. Man. And they were, like, they were like, are you suicidal? And I was like, no, I just kind of wanted someone to talk to. And they were like, well, we have to. This is for suicidal people. Fine. Okay. I might, I might want to kill myself. <laughs> That's, yeah. a, that's a sad story, isn't it? It's 30... Oh yeah, it's a sad story. <laughs> it is. Now, the Daily News uh, very manipulatively says uh, the First Lady Charlene McRae is pushing for better city mental health services while her husband, Bill de Blasio, is cutting the funding. Hmm. Right, so he, they get that in there. But what's happening, really? It makes for some good bedroom talk. Well, here's what the Daily News says. The city appears to be taking steps to fund a different hotline. Uh, that answers one-tenth of the calls the Samaritans did last year. It's never provided 24-hour support that they've offered for 30 years. So they're trying, to get in, they're trying to get with that line and make that the new city hotline. 
Well, why would they do that? Says anybody who's still reading this article. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because uh, the, the health department recently announced it was looking for a 24-hour pro- provider. And in that announcement, there's a new requirement. Mm-hmm. The new requirement, oddly enough, only one hotline meets. And that's the city's parachute NYC program. The Samaritan hotline, like I said, run for 24 hours for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Parachute closes. It goes from a hotline to a not line. <laughs> you can leave a voicemail. Oh, no. If this is a, what if you call it like five minutes to closing time? Oh jeez! Like, oh man, make it make it quick, cause uh, oh, that's <laughs> like that's like the worst part of therapy, you know, where the therapist gets that. Well, it's about that time. Look, you know, and you're like just about to reveal, you know. Yeah, something that's going to be life changing. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and yeah, it's like, well, we got to stop. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. They're just like, well, t- tough. Uh, I guess do what you got to do. That's We're closed. Now, Samaritans last year took 82,903 calls. Parachute took 8,000 calls. Wow. But this program is the only one that meets the brand new requirement of the health department in the bidding notice, which they only put out there because they had to. The mm-hmm. requirement is the vendor must employ operators with their own experience of mental illness. What? They want mentally ill people running the hotline. No, that's a bad idea. There's, it's, it is a bad idea, right? Yeah. I don't like that. You're going to have people answering the phone going like... Uh, I mean, if they're mentally ill like me, fine. But if they're like mentally ill, mentally ill, like in italics, bold, underline, uh-huh. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, it just says people with their own experience of mental illness, which is like... A, uh, I well. hate that kind of language anyway. It just talks around stuff. Yeah. Their own experience of it. Uh-huh. You know? I mean... Like, I think I'm pretty good at talking people off of ledges. So yeah. I think that in my spare time when I'm not cleaning up murders and suicides, mm-hmm. when I take that job yeah. and not camming my vagina, I'm going to uh, yeah. do that. You're good at talking people off the ledge when you're not so lonely, you're calling a suicide hotline. <laughs> you're not even suicidal. I was, it was 1995. I was very young. Man, waste some of your time. <laughs> but you they, could be saving lives. They were mad at me. Don't ever call a suicide hotline if you're not Should have just watched Allie McBeal. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one in the city that does that, and that is Samar- uh, the uh, parachute. And so that's who's getting it. And that, so I figure that's Charlene McRae. You know, she's she's talking about mental health and all that mm-hmm, stuff. And mm-hmm. then, like, I, was, I think what's going on is that she th- wants the mentally ill people to get a break and to get to run the hotline. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. Well, here's what you need to know. Forget about all that. So the show's really heating up. May 12th, <laughs> that's this Tuesday, 6 p.m., Broadway Comedy Club. You can see a live New York City crime report, and you will if you go to tinyurl.com slash crime at Broadway. tinyurl.com slash crime at Broadway. 6 p.m., Tuesday, May 12th, Broadway Comedy Club. That's between... You can get the tickets for $5. Yeah, it's gonna be, I'm going to be there. Jim Pogue is going to be there. Nate Fritzen is going to be there. News whore Mandy Statmiller. <laughs> plus That's me. Al Martin. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really fun. We're going to have like a, like a panel. Let's do a story from the Bronx. Oh, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Oh, I was just going to tell you a quick story about um, a writer who threatened suicide to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. She said... Um, uh, I wasn't going to use her story. And she said, well, I guess I might as well kill myself. And it was really annoying. Like, so I guess just if anyone's a writer out there, 
pitching an editor <laughs> that's not that's not the move yeah you know that's so it didn't work no you so. didn't put her story in i she no. was really gonna kill herself because of that no she was just i mean like that's i mean was she trying to present that to you that like no i'm really i'm gonna i guess i might as well just be dead she, yeah she was just trying to you, you know how like so many people use that well yeah you know like how many people use that suicidal thing is just like an <laughs> idle threat yeah, right yeah. yeah and at first yeah people say that like like you date somebody they're like well i'm gonna kill myself yeah. at first you're like no Don't. and then after a while you're like yeah <laughs> anyway yeah. that's my story well Thanks. in the bronx a man was arrested for beating his roommate to death with a baseball bat police say 39 year old cleto charles uh, rivera beat the victim to death over a financial dispute yeah i imagine that's for the bills that's for the rent that's for the utilities that's for never buying no toothpaste this is me beating a guy to death 45 year old israel ramos lopez was found with his head split like a melon on the bathroom floor of the university heights apartment the two of them shared uh, that's a that's an odd couple right hey the n is for molested a badass child molester molested a child <laughs> A 12-year-old boy was groped by the bad news while riding our beloved Astoria N. The suspected molester sported a full beard, silver stud pierced below his right eye, and a spider tattoo on his left hand. The eight-legged symbol for terror on his five-fingered boy-groping dick skitter. I'm going to try to get that out clean. The eight-legged symbol for terror on his five-fingered boy-groping dick skitter. Now, does that mean that everyone who has a spider tattoo on his left hand is a child molester? Yeah. 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 You can either be a criminal or an individual. You can't be both. You know would, what I mean? Um, what would you What would you think if, um, like, the hottest girl in the world had a little teardrop tattoo on her face? Another child molester. <laughs> child molester wore a red hoodie, black sunglasses, and a Mets cap. This guy's scary, child molester. Yeah, Usually they're creepy. This guy's scary. And with the Mets hat, there's a trigger factor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of Mets hats floating around, you know? He's going to yeah. see that. Uh, I hope the kid wasn't a Mets fan. Oh, that'd be the worst. It'd be hard to root for the Mets. Or a Spider fan. <laughs> <laughs> he might be really, some kids are really into them. Yeah, all right. Like a yeah. Ragnid type dork. Sure. 36th Avenue, well, but then he did him a big favor. <laughs> if he would have molested him with a, with a Batman tattoo on his hand. Arachnophobia. So get him out of the comic books. Arachnophobia with John Goodman was his favorite movie, probably. Mm, molestophobia was his second favorite. <laughs> 36th Avenue, the man got off the train and fled. Now, if you're the molester, or if you know the molester's identity, mm-hmm. you can reach Crime Stoppers 800-577-TIPS. That's 800-577-TIPS. Can you call that number if you're also just kind of lonely? And, no. Okay. No, just don't. Checking. Do not do that. Okay. Unless, it's, uh, unless you've committed a crime. <laughs> a Brooklyn single mom pleaded guilty to recruiting underage girls to dance and prostitute themselves at sex parties. Well, we knew this was coming once they let Murphy Brown do that shit on CBS. <laughs> you know, this demonstrates a poverty of values. It doesn't help matters when primetime TV has Murphy Brown, a character who supposedly epitomizes today's intelligent, highly paid professional woman, mocking the importance of fathers by bearing a child alone and calling it just another lifestyle choice. You are crazy. <laughs> Hey, look, trends take decades to track. That's The hilarious. effect is now. It's obvious. This woman, following the example of Murphy Brown, 
indirectly through the women who have emulated her, uh-huh. became a single mother. Sure. Who recruited underage girls to be hookers at yeah. sex parties because that's what single mothers do. Yeah. I'm following the math. I'm with you. Somewhere in Paradise Valley, Dan Quayle is smirking his smirk off. Oh, Jesus. That this happened. Damn as young Quayle. as 12. Yeah, that's real young. To that's trade it. Yeah. Sweet young sugar. And for also, cash. you shouldn't let your kid be on Facebook if they're 12. There should be like a, I think 15, 15 years old should be the youngest that a kid should be allowed to have a Facebook account. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. They're on there though. Boy, are they, you can't keep them off. Well, they have um, secret, they have secret accounts. Like I've heard stories of friends of mine who have kids and uh, they discover that their daughter or son is on Facebook without them knowing it. Um, under like a secret name so yeah really yeah or even worse is like discovering like your kid has a secret tumblr that's like all about you know like drugs and cutting and sex parties with 12 year olds you know yeah you gotta you know well who the hell's recruiting on tumblr anyway yeah exactly they're safe on tumblr (laughs) steer them towards tumblr (laughs) you get a quarter of the perv traffic facebook if that this is uh yeah, 21-year-old Tatiana Daniel used Facebook, offering the chance to earn up to $800 a night stripping and selling their sweet, innocent pussies. Do they take um, 39-year-olds who could pass for 12? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? They have a thing about size. We'll cover it later, you know. But What's their thing about size? Well, they just, you know, it's like... <laughs> Hey, you know a lot about the social media, right? I do. Yeah, you have like a what? What is it? The measure, the measurement for social. Uh, um, I have a um, clout score of eighty-two. Okay, that's high. Yeah, Ooh. that means that I have um, good social engagement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm seeing that on you uh, now. Uh, this uh, social engagement. So okay, so Facebook wise. Yeah. What would you say this is this like a group they set up you think or an event? Um yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean hopefully- How would you go about it? <laughs> if I was to Well, I do I, I use Facebook a lot for work. I'll reach out to people and ask them to write a story for me um or you know, be a source or whatever mm-hmm. and sell their buzzies. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean by source. And uh and yeah, so I would do one on one, you know, build that rapport. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Facebook that's, Messenger. Maybe that's, maybe that's what she did then. This guy, sure. uh, two others face sex trafficking charges. A married couple, that's 34-year-old Brian Adams, who reviewed photos uh, submitted by the kids. He, he was the one reviewing the photos that were reviewed by the girls to Tatiana and his wife. It's mm-hmm. 24-year-old Shendale Franklin. Uh so Adams judged whether the girls were too big, quote, for the child sex party. Assistant U.S. Attorney Michael Rabodi wrote in a detention letter. Uh, here's a quote. Now it says, uh, she good for the part, but she kind of big. That's a pretty good accent, right? Oh, yeah. I believed it. Yeah. Yeah. She good for the part, but she kind of big. Adams concluded after meeting one 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, he says, uh, yeah, the, the one from last time, she kind of big. So uh, I'm trying to find a client to like girls her size. Oh, Jesus Christ. Allegedly commented. About. But that's got to be uh, really insulting to the to the girl. Uh, that's the worst, right? As a six foot, two inch um, lady. You kind of big. I kind of big. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say that I could stick if I was a. 12 year old sex trafficked Mm -hmm. girl 
I would um, provide a better service than a small 12-year-old. You good for the part. Yeah. Well, looking for a client who likes his 15-year-old girls kind of big. The three amigos... Solicited girls, 12 to 15, to have sex with men and pole dance at parties. The recruiters told potential teen whores, they told potential teen whores they could earn up to $800. The men were lawyers, doctors, teachers, whatever. (laughs) That's in quotes, right? Whatever. No, no, no. It's all all a quote. (laughs) But uh, yeah, do do lawyers and doctors and teachers go to these kind of, uh, you know, like 13-year-old sex parties? Um, I mean, well, you I, would know, I guess. Well, I mean, I've never been to an underage sex party, mm-hmm. um, but I've been to like a sex club and uh, I because I'm like an annoying mood killer, you know, I would like interview people. Oh, yeah. That's who were horrible. in the middle of fucking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell me about your work. Exactly. That's what I would do. <laughs> do I know you from. the? Yeah. But they uh, wouldn't yeah. they wouldn't miss a beat. Like they would still keep fucking. And then one would be like. I'm a corporate, you know, raider. I'm a lawyer. I'm an accountant. Man, that so. sounds like yeah. That that does sound mood killing. Yeah, uh, don't ever right. take me to a yeah. That's I'm don't the, not the ever, person. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it, she also gave the instruction: just wear something cute, like nice panties and bras, and drinks, weed, and food will be provided. All right. Well, that's fair. No need to pack a lunch. Jesus. That's a good thing. They don't want these girls bringing their lunch. And mm-hmm. it's just going to be like, you know, those Lunchables or something. <laughs> and they're, they're all going to become ashamed. The little little ham slices are <laughs> flying all over the pole. That's bad. Yeah. Drink your juice. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, the Dude. juice box is a real either, I guess, erection enhancer or killer. It depends on what you're into. On, yeah, yeah, depending on if you... If you're sick enough to get into the apple juice juicy. <laughs> Uh, These girls were told they had to skip school because uh, the parties were going on during the day. One girl canceled her meeting with Daniel because she had cheerleading practice. Oh, so she well, was. Where's your spirit? She was hot. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> She's hot. If she, I mean, yeah, I wanted cheerleaders. to be. I I I didn't. Well, I I never tried out for cheerleading, but I wanted to be a cheerleader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you all are like that. Women, they always. You know, I wanted to be a cheerleader. Yeah, I took, cheer- I took they, gymnastics. They, their legs are too froggy, you know. Um, I don't need. Why do I want a girl that can like jump up on a pyramid or some shit? You know. Because then you know, like in bed and stuff. Be aggressive. Be be. Aggressive. That's a good one. Look, Brian Adams and Shindale Franklin, the couple, both worked at FedEx before they were arrested. Oh my god! You know, like a lot of young couples, they're tired of working and barely making it. <laughs> Just dream to going into business for themselves. Yeah. A 38-year-old man. New story. A 38-year-old man. <laughs> new story. <clears throat> 38-year-old man was sentenced to 184 years in prison for the statutory rape of his then 13-year-old girlfriend Ugh. and shooting video footage. Mario uh, Maldiviezo will most likely spend the rest of his life behind bars. Good. Fuck he, that guy. Unless he lives, you know, to 300 years or something. Sure, he might. It says in the story the defendant was a co-worker of the victim's mother. <laughs> I don't think that makes it okay. <sighs> Had a sexual relationship with the teen from September 2007 to October 2010. Yikes. A three-year rape. I would have think that... <laughs> That's a committed rape, though, you know? Yeah. A lot of guys can't stay in a rape that long. (laughs) She's... 
he's not old and not well you know you you know rape is bad i don't need to give well, you that no, speech of course you know it's of course <laughs> it's bad, very, but, but i'm just saying a lot of couples can't make a, lape, a I rape know, last i know, know yeah. that's very funny <laughs> poor <laughs> most, girl most rapes don't have an anniversary well, i was ju- i'm just surprised that like she didn't age out of it you know she was what 13 when it started and she then was 13 it, when the rape began and then uh, now the defendant though also pimped her out to several men and filmed that Wow. So that's true love. Hmm. The defendant uh, and the victim also both recorded their own sex acts, Yikes. which they mutually enjoyed. After three years, uh, they finally wrapped shooting. <laughs> the, wow. the rape ended after three years when she left town, and he told her he thought it would be best if, if they rape other people. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he started dating another girl, uh-huh. and seemingly everything was fine, but then she found videotapes of the porn he made with the teenager, who happened to be her cousin. Her cousin. I'm not smart enough to follow that entire thing. He got a girlfriend after he, the cousin after the girl left town. Okay. He starts dating a new girl. Right. The girl finds his videotapes, and it was she sees that it's that little teenager. Oh, 13, right. And it right, was right. his. It was her cousin. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I think he. How he, old was she? Does it say that? How old was the other one? How, yeah. The, not the, old enough to be relevant, age relevant. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't underage or. But anything. she. Um, she blew up his rapist spot, right? She turned As him she in. she rightly should. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. you see, there's two kinds of people in that situation. People who masturbate and people who go to the cops. And never the twain shall meet. I don't believe masturbators go to the cops. You would go to the cops if you found a 13-year-old sex tape. Especially if it was my cousin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Double yeah. reason. You'll look out for family. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that would be... Uh, I, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. That's what they call a no-brainer. <laughs> But this guy, and, and you know when, when you when you have a relationship and you break up, and then like there's there's sometimes there's porn. Um, I've never recorded a sex tape, so no, I don't know about well, that. Well, sometimes that happens, and then oh, okay. and then like so so I say this guy he didn't get it he didn't get 184 years for raping a 13 year old and and he or for pimping her or for even shooting it he got, this guy got 184 years for keeping the porn. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's how he got. That's what happened. Right. right. The district attorney Thompson said this defendant degraded and violated an innocent girl who will likely never be the same. But if he would have just like recorded over the VHS cassettes, then it would have been yeah. fine. Yeah, well, it's tough, tougher and tougher, you know, to get a quality <laughs> recording with a VHS. Uh, well, what do you record child porn on? I guess just an iPhone, a good old-fashioned iPhone. Yeah, but the thing is, then you got to deal with the cloud. You don't know how... <laughs> what the, I don't know how that works. Cyborg Steve Jobs is cyber monitoring next thing you know you accidentally upload it to some shit you know oh god oh boy i heard a story about um someone accidentally putting a dick pic on google (laughs) plus google nobody looks at google (laughs) plus i accidentally put a dick pic on google plus it was up there for two weeks you were the person who told me that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah nobody goes to that not mine anyway Well, and, and the attorney, uh, district attorney also said, uh, today's sentence reflects the seriousness of his deplorable acts mm-hmm. and guarantees that this sexual predator will spend the rest of his life behind bars where he belongs. Good. I hope he does. Now, Vincent Del Judas was just about to tee off on the man. This is the judge mm-hmm. who had sex with a 13-year-old girl and videotaped it like it was a birthday party. He says, you, sir, are a predator. You are a defiler of our young. You are a liar and a perjurer. Your camera work is shaky. 
You linger too long on close-ups of the genitals when the more refined viewer craves perspective. That is part of the problem, sir. You don't know how to step back and take a look at what you're doing. You just disgusted Justice Del Judas. I wish I could give you more time in jail. That's what he said. Yeah. Why not? Hey, if it makes you feel better. I mean, once you're over 80 years, he's going to be dead. It's just a no- give him 5,000 years. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the, I wonder, give him 500 zillion. Is that a question for uh, Jim Polk? Is what is the longest sentence someone's ever been given? Yeah, well, yeah, that is a question like for him. What is this sentence? It's like the Scientology <laughs> Sea Org. I, I pledge to join for two billion years. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sentence you to two billion years. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, She's, she, you know, you're dead either way. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's, you know, 101 yeah, or. But there could be an invention that comes out where that allows people to live forever. And that's the first thing we're going to do is take it to the convicts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's life? <laughs> kind of sad it has to end, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, she, uh, he, this is further, the, the judge really went on. He said, you, she so desperately wanted the sense of being loved. You twisted her youthful emotions for you. See, this is my Southern judge. She so desperately wanted the sense of being loved. You twisted her youthful emotions to your own perverted intentions. You abused her. Well, the victim had this to say. Being 13, all I wanted was to be loved. Oh, he was right. (laughs) And feel someone want me. I found that in Mario, but he used that to make videos of me. I'm happy knowing that he's away in jail. He can't hurt me. I feel free. Hmm. The defendant's attorney, Edward Friedman, asked the judge for leniency for the sake of the victim. For the sake of the victim, he wants leniency. That doesn't make sense He says, well, here's how he explains it. If she realizes the man she loved is doing 40 years Mm -hmm. because of the conduct he had with her, I don't think that benefits her. The defendant said, the only thing I have to say is it's a lie. I'm going to appeal this case through a translator. I hate that guy. Del Judas said, you are a bane on all decent individuals of society. So it was um, Judge Judas Cosby? <laughs> you, you see, boy, I'm terrible with the voices. Okay, this two weeks in a row, I've done all these voices. People are gonna quit listening. Dude, okay. It sounds like Del Judas is a real hard ass, doesn't it? Yeah. But back in January, he sentenced a repeat sex offender, and he was a real soft touch. Oh. A repeat sex offender convicted of molesting eight women, teen girls. It's a lot of women. And it's in Brooklyn laundromats. Mm-hmm. Del Judas sentenced him to three years to run concurrent with the sentence he's already serving in Queens. That's essentially zero extra time. Were they were they rapes? He or? will serve not one day for molesting those eight women and girls aged 13 to 32. Was the Judas, Del Judas, judicious or imprudent <laughs> in his sentencing of laundromat, froderist, Lowell Britt? He's a froterist. You've you got to define right? that for well, the less a, informed. Froterism. All right. Well, it's a practice of achieving sexual stimulation by touching and rubbing against a person without the person's consent. And wow. usually in a public place. That's how it's defined. Huh. From the French froture, meaning literally a dry hump. Wow. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really that. I like the way they define... <laughs> Uh, sexual uh, stimulation as an achievement. Oh, jeez. Everyone gets a trophy. 
It has to be without consent. I think that's interesting. Otherwise, it's not arousing. It's convenient, you know, because it's just really hard to get someone's consent. Excuse me, madam. Uh, if I need a moment of your time. Uh, if you're bending over into the machine. Uh, do you mind if I achieve sexual stimulation by rubbing against you? Well, you know how they have, like, great fantasies? I wonder if they have froderous fantasies. Yeah, like they fantasize about some stranger rubbing up against them to achieve No, 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 sex- like, like an act out, you know? Like the movie Choke. Where Have you ever seen that movie? No. The chick um, asked to, you know, experience a rape fantasy, and the guy comes through with like a nylon on his face and a knife and uh and she's like real castrating and bossy you know to to the rate and she's just like you know don't come on my sheets like don't and Mm -hmm. uh yeah anyway so what happens so uh yeah she just is like uh henpecking the faux rapist the entire time. Wow. And then... Uh, and you start going, to, you're rooting for the guy to rape her. And, well, I mean, it's it's That's all... essentially what happens. It, well, well, so he eventually comes on the silk sheets, which was like the one thing she didn't want him to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, a good, <laughs> it's, it's really funny, though. Uh, like, if you have a dark sense of humor, it's a funny movie. Yeah. I mean, here's here's the good thing, though. It's like an element of the whole thing is that it's not consensual. Like, that's what he has to be non-consensual. So if you're ever attacked by one of these guys, all you got to do is just get into it. What do you mean? Well, like, if you're if one of these guys starts rubbing against you, you just like, yeah, Froder me. Give me that, you, did you just say, <laughs> weird mother Froder. Did you just say that you should, like, lay back and enjoy it? Because I know you didn't say that. No, I said if you're attacked by one of these guys... Mm-hmm. It's an it's essential that it be non consensual, right? So the more you fight it, the more they like it. Oh, oh you want that's, them to yeah. You're you're equipping women with survival skills, Pat Dixon. Thank you for making me go over that twice. I wanted yeah. to make sure nobody missed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. that it's exactly right. You yeah. get attacked by a, a laundromat froderist. My fucking say, knee like, jerk feminist give it brain. To me. Give it to me. Yeah. And then he'll be like, never mind. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Well, it's wow. a light sentence. He he was all also sentenced to 15 years post-release uh, supervision, mm-hmm. which will basically be just hanging out with them on laundry day. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be a froderist, a laundromat would probably be a triggering place, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of bending over. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should just get them a washer and dryer. And a lot of uh, victim impact statements were read at the court. These are statements for victims which demonstrate why the sentence should be harsh. Okay. Court officer said this. One of the one of the victims was a court officer. How can I be my children's mom when I'm so angry that someone has done so wrong to me? Something so wrong to me. The 32 year old woman wrote. Well, uh, she added, uh, he should not be able to collect bits and pieces of women's lives when we are all left broken and try to recover the pieces as he goes on with his life. What did he do exactly? Well, he would walk up to these women, I believe. Yeah. And rub himself up against them. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's yeah. You shouldn't do that. That's my. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Well, okay, that's why he's in court. Yeah. I was I was just trying to figure out if it was um you know if there was penetration if it like how it how it went down. I know how you're thinking. You're like, what the fuck is up with these bitches? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, I had it. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to me before. Like someone has rubbed up against me. You've been attacked by a froderist? <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had guys like. Um, you know, sit too close to me or, you know, like where it's clear that they're making a point to. And did that, did that acting like you're enjoying it thing work? (laughs) No, I just 
get up and move, you know? Right. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think that this might be a little more extreme than that. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Because <laughs> I think, I think a 22-year-old so. woman wrote, I'm begging for justice, not only for me, but for all our little girls that only uh, that only that he goes to rehab, but he serves time and get this animal off the street. Mm-hmm. So she's serious. Well, Del so, Judas, he he disagrees. Yeah, he didn't get into all that. He's, huh? It's not like he's a ban on all decent individuals in society. <laughs> he just got a screw loose. Did he really say that? He said, yeah, "Well, there ain't no decent individuals at the laundromat, anyhow." He that's, didn't say that. That's what he said. What? He said, this man's not a predator. He's a froder. I bet you don't even know what that is. Wow. Sound like something you'd have for breakfast on vacation. Yeah. Froder, <laughs> French Froder and eggs. These are not actually Del Judas quotes. Oh, Pat, you tricked me. Well, the Daily News says <laughs> Del Judas was more imp- impressed with Brit's expressions of remorse and desire to be cured of his disorder than the need to punish him for the emotional havoc he wreaked. Hmm. Brit's disorder was only diagnosed last year, and the New York prison system doesn't have treatment for Froderism which is recognized by the American Psychiatric Association. He says, I've done time without knowing what's wrong with me. That's I'm, what he told the judge. I'm going to apply for jobs and <laughs> say, you know, heads up, though, I have froterism, so I just want to... But under the ADA, I'm covered, so you can't use that to you, yeah, discriminate just, against me. No, it's legit, yeah. Yeah. It's a disease. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like not hiring somebody because they're pregnant or stupid. Yeah, exactly. But Del Judas was understanding. He said, I'm convinced your conduct is based on a psychological disorder. None of the treatments we <laughs> none of the treatments he had were Judge applicable to the particular mental disorder. So, uh, yeah, I, like I can see why he went so harsh on this uh, last sex offender is because uh, they they didn't really they they didn't come any slack here in the Daily News. They're like oh, he really. They, they acted like he was a real dick. Right, yeah. Over, so, overcompensation. Overcompensation. And if you're going to put away a guy for 100 years, 80, you know what I mean? Like, he got convicted of a lot of shit. But, I mean, there's a huge difference between, you know, rubbing your hard cock up against, you know, a woman uh, doing the gentle cycle and fucking, you know... Uh, Having ra- a relationship. Rap- raping and pimping out a 13-year-old girl and distributing pornographic video of her for years and years and stealing her entire childhood and you know so but 180 years different it should be it should be yeah yeah should be what more well no i mean i think the first person should get more too the the froderism stuff seems like bullshit i call bullshit you think you think it's bullshit yeah i'm gonna write i'm gonna write i'm gonna write an expose on froderism yeah you should write a strongly worded letter to vincent del judas (laughs) a brooklyn con man was arrested on fire wire fraud charges after fooling desperate parents into believing that he could rescue their abducted children 49 year old peter sinise claimed he was a former member of delta force and that his i care foundation had military and legal resources to help the parents reunite with their missing children and then his first victim according to court papers shelled out more than thirty thousand dollars and then monthly payments of three to five thousand dollars and after the after they ran out of money they he hit the parents up for twenty five thousand dollars i gotta get me a uh, con where i rescue kids he Jesus. Did, yeah he promised there was a return in two weeks with the help of, quote, an unidentified retired federal judge, unidentified mm. teams of international lawyers, and several members of an elite army squad. He then led the victim on a wild goose chase, lasting nine months, occasionally texting him to fake updates of his rescue efforts. He'd pretend to be in India. We are a go, 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 go. It sounds like hanging out with Courtney Love. 
<laughs> to pick the child up in 11 hours. I am so extremely excited. I'm quarterbacking everything right now on my end. 17 hours into Dubai, 30 hours into New York. That's what he texted. It also home. sounds like Jason Blair. I think the guy is a, a piece of crap. You do? Yeah. Because, I mean, if all the people that you're going to like con, mm-hmm. it's the people that are looking for their missing children. Yeah, it seems, like a, good, like, it seems like a solid mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are people. They definitely, they're looking for anything, something. Big big ups to you, this, Mr. Con guy. Yeah. Well chosen. <laughs> yeah. A Bronx woman returning home after recording a segment on Judge Judy is accused of stealing from several people. 26-year-old Melissa Perez. She works part-time at Dwayne Reed. So you know her. She stole a tote bag containing an iPad mm. from, a, from a flight attendant. She had lost her case on Judge Judy. And I think she was pissed. Hmm. She also stole a U.S. passport and a Bank of America credit card from a sleeping passenger, hiding them in her underwear. She just has um, kleptophrodorism. You ever uh, stick anything in your underwear when you're stealing it? I've only stolen one time when I was like seven years old. I stole some um, candy from a restaurant and then my mom lost her trust in me. And then I never stole again because I was uh, so mortified. But the trust was gone. You yeah, fucked that, up. I mean, I got it back eventually, but yeah. They also found ten grams of marijuana and an empty pill bottle in her bra, but no drug char- charges were uh, drug charges were filed. Why? I don't know. She huh. has eight prior arrests, most recently in the Bronx for misdemeanor assault, menacing, and harassment. She attends Monroe Community College in the Bronx. I'm calling dibs on a reality show for this chick. The inmate who helped save a correction officer from the rape of a lifetime. I'm editorializing that, but it might not have been that great of a rape. Mundane. The, the Rikers inmate who helped save her. This was a, an amazing story. <laughs> this, this woman was about to be raped by a, a, a gigantic guy. Uh-huh. I mean, this guy was 290 pounds, uh-huh. 5'9". Mm-hmm. I mean, and he was, his pants were falling and he was, he was masturbating, his pants were falling down whole, and choking her at the same time. How was she saved? He's a super froder. Uh, he was, he, well, he was, uh, well, I'll tell you, some, okay. some inmates, oh. they ran in like the little rascals and, and took them down and oh, then nice. like, they waited for the, the, uh, the, the guards to get there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, see, he, he helped the guard, but, but he didn't give uh, the other prisoners proper credit so he was beaten up by a group of prisoners. They were upset with him that they didn't get enough credit in in the story, in oh the Daily News story. God, that's hilarious. Yeah, and I thought as a reporter, you know, that's, you should take this into account. Jesus Lord. If you don't give enough credit, you spread it around the whole cell block. Yeah. And they're going to be like, hey, what's up with this dude? Yeah, yeah. How come you got all the credit? I've heard, um, I had a reporter come talk to one of my journalism classes and he told, um, two stories. One was, um, a profile he did of an exotic dancer and, uh, the woman was, uh, murdered and, uh, next to her was the story that he wrote. Um, and then the other story was, uh, doing a long investigative piece on, you know, uh, John Jacobs or whatever. And then it turned out that there was a there was a junior and a senior, and the person's life was completely ruined. And I've never forgotten those two stories, as just like uh, yeah, shit shit can go wrong, wrong, wrong. You, you know? have to be responsible reporting. 
Yeah, yeah and that was a guy who I think he like won a Pulitzer or some shit. He was from the Times. I mean, he was like very prestigious and yet had caused a you know stripper's death. Right. Yeah, well, it's rough. I mean, and when you think about it, then I guess that's the best case scenario <laughs> that you only caused the death of a stripper. I wonder if I've ever caused any death. Whoever this is caused a. some dude to get beaten up in jail. I've saved lives because I have really good SEO on a story that I wrote for XO Jane about why you shouldn't kill yourself. Uh And so I'll always get these um, emails that are like, hey, I was about to kill myself and then I saw your, you know, list, so thanks. Yeah, like I was, you know, I have this... uh habit of murdering children and, and I hide their bodies in my basement but I, and I just sometimes think life isn't worth living and I read your story Stop. and I now they're like, all nice people well, who knows they could be doing all kinds of damage you gotta actually, do some follow-up actually I did get one that said um I read your shitty list um and I think you should kill yourself <laughs> That kind of bummed me out a little bit. <laughs> hey, commenters are the best, aren't they? It wasn't a commenter. It was like a personal email. And I was like, Whoa. oh, look at this. Like, a, it's going to be another one for feather in my cap, you know, another uh-huh. life I saved. And then. And uh, it was no. Uh-uh. <laughs> this guy took the time. Took the time. Like, listen. Yes. Not only do I think <laughs> it's not inspirational. I'm, I'm more likely to kill myself now. Yes. Than I was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, well, well, not because uh, this guy, his name is Franklin Johnson, 44 year old, and uh, he was attacked after the inmates on his dorm saw a TV report based on the Daily News story, which highlighted his courageous rescue as February 28th. Even worse, a group of correction officers had taken up a collection, adding money to Johnson's commissary just as a thank you. Well, mm. no thank you. As you can see, no good deed goes unpunished. It's the way they do things up Rikers. Mm from the Daily News. Meanwhile, the warden in charge of the facility where the female officer was attacked by a hulking inmate has been reassigned. Mm. Lest you forget, and that's in there, like, you don't want to forget that the guy was hulking. That's the word, that, that means they don't want to say fat ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's 5'9", 290. Could stand to lose some pounds. Eats a large stack of pancakes with <laughs> butter and syrup poured on, no dipping. Yeah. But boy, did he pull down his pants and begin masturbating while choking that officer. He could he could probably throw the pancakes in there too. That's Mid rape. Couldn't couldn't turn down a short stack. <laughs> it is scary. And Turhan uh, Kumazadir was transferred uh, out of the uh, That's the dude's and, name. Uh, yeah, Oh, well, I'm talking about no, that's the guy who ran it. This Uh-oh. guy who ran the facility. Now he's at the Anna M. Cross Center. And I'm not, I know, Turhan Gumus Dare. Now, uh, Gumus Dare has has moved to uh, supervise several units, including the new enhanced supervision unit. This is, it, it, look, if you're in Rikers, this is important news. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's where some <laughs> of the jail's worst behaving criminals are. These are the fattest, fastest, most guard choking, pants dropping, masturbating, stack of pancake raping inmates. In the whole thing. No, look, from the no man's land there, also from Rikers Island, that's between Queens and the Bronx, adjacent to the runways of LaGuardia. Do you know where it's located? No. Between Queens and the Bronx. Really? Yeah. Have you ever been? No, I won't. I haven't been there. Jim Polk's been there. I'm going to go there tomorrow. Why are you going there for? I don't know. It sounds kind of interesting. Well, it's adjacent to the runways of LaGuardia where some people are getting out and some people are going to stay for a while. Can you bring a gun in if I get a gun permit? It's on a 413-acre island called Rikers. By the way, it's tinyurl.com slash crime at Broadway for the live show. (laughs) tinyurl.com slash 
crime at Broadway and you're going to see a great show. Five bucks, 6 p.m. It's yeah. May 12th. And if you're lucky, I'll bring you something that I got from Rikers. It is very, very dangerous at Rikers. You can get raped. You can get killed by a guard. And now, add to the list of dangers. I'm going to just advise you on this for your trip tomorrow. Don't eat the meatloaf. Oh. That's right. In in Rikers, it's so tough. Even the meatloaf (laughs) would just as soon kill you as look at you. It's been found that meatloaf served inmates on Rikers Island contained rat poison. Oh, that's that's a... The highly lethal poison caused nausea, bleeding, and vomiting, Hmm. which is actually what the regular meatloaf causes. Yeah. It's wow. probably just a mix-up. I think the inmates were served the meatloaf, which was intended to be served to the rats. Oh, boy. You know, the rats probably got the inmates' meal that day. That's a good way to poison someone, I guess. In the meatloaf? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, just... get them in prison. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you always hear those stories about, you know, wives who poison their husbands, mm-hmm. like, over years, like arsenic and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess poisoning, it works. Yeah, but you rat poison. You can make poison. somebody die that way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's like, well, and meatloaf is a good to poison, too, because it's like a vegetable soup. Right. There's some kind of goulash or something. You can just put anything in there. Casserole it's would be filling. like a crock pot kind of thing. That yeah. That would be yeah. another. Slow cook it. Mm-hmm. Make it soft. Yeah. I don't know. I, it seems like they could just push them down some stairs. I don't think they intended to poison anybody. I guess they're just a disgusting kitchen. Imagine how disgusting it must be. Well, I've We're told cooking you, for prisoners. How clean do we really want it? I've told you that um, uh, Manhattan Madam Kristen Davis is a pen pal of mine. And no kidding. she sends me emails from prison. And Where is uh, she? Uh, she's in California. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like not one of those country club kind of facilities uh-huh. um oh no it's but like, it's not as you know but it's not as harsh obviously as uh some of the places but she talks about the food just being fucking disgusting yeah, you know? okay, yeah well. and she's given like barely any you know it, 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 if you want to get it more, sucks and there's not enough of it if it, <laughs> Mm. Well, you're only given like one roll of toilet paper to last the entire week. And oh you have gosh. to you have to turn in like your ramen to swap, to, you know, at the commissary to get uh, more toilet paper. Turn in your ramen? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like you have to like trade your ramen for toilet paper. Really? You buy uh-huh. That's that's currency? Yeah. Ramen? Ramen. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I tell you, they do things different out in California. I really need to send her some stuff. I was uh, going to send it to her and I never did. I'm a bad prison. Send her a link to this podcast. <laughs> a feud between two Brooklyn families is at the root of an alleged attempted dog murder. Well, you know about that. The trouble started when 66-year-old Frank Battaglia wasn't repaid a $1,000 loan. Mm. So he extended that to the adult daughter of his neighbor, Donald Bardell. So she apparently didn't pay it back quickly enough. Mm -hmm. After about two years, they took it to the people's court. They literally took it to the people's court. Wapner? Marilyn Million. Wapner, yes. Okay. But ruled in the woman's favor, saying that he'd waited too long to reclaim the money. But Taglia charges that Bardell kicked a sharpened bone under their shared fence. And after that bone was pulled out of the dog's throat, Patagonia says, the vet took one look at it and said, he's trying to kill your dog. Yikes. A sharpened bone. This guy sharpened a bone hmm. to kill a dog. Would That's... you sharpen a bone to kill a dog? Um, well, I would never kill a dog. No. Um, I would put one down if it was necessary, <laughs> as I did. And I'm not laughing about it. You no, I mean, I, fucking I, I, terrible it's person. the way you put it that made me laugh. I know, I know, I know. Detectives, uh, and I don't want to get into your dog problems. They, they determined that, 
I mean, it was it a pit bull? Yes. Yes. Uh, the surveillance video of Who Bardo bit and, like ten people. He was a, a he was a biter. He was a biter. Yeah. He, he was a, he was a lover, not a biter. I mean, <laughs> yeah. a biter, not a lover. Sorry, just a in Queens. A teen is accused of stabbing his stepdad to death. You would you've never stabbed a stepdad, have you? To avoid um, washing think. the no. dishes, nineteen-year-old Nickel McLean. That's his first problem. You name a kid Nickel, you get what you get. I bet the stepdad hated that fucking name. Yeah. Hey, Nickel, are you serious? He's dating this woman. <laughs> What's your son's name? Nickel. <laughs> Jesus. So the the son stabbed the stepdad. Well, yeah, he told the investigators he'd just gotten back from soccer practice Sunday night when his stepdad started hassling about about the dinner dishes. Jeez. Well, the argument gathered momentum, and fifty-year-old David Hightower threatened and assaulted the kid. <coughs> he hit him. McLean grabbed a butcher knife and fatally plunged it into David Hightower. Oh my God! He killed him. He killed him. Fuck. And that was the end of him. Over Jeez. dishes. Wow. You know, these, you know what? A domestic argument can get out of hand so quickly. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, like, are the did anyone ever do those dishes? That's the thing you got to wonder. Yeah. Who ended up doing them? Yeah. I mean, think, I know who didn't do them. Think of the dishes, you know? Nickel's gone. Yeah. The dad's gone. Of course, who gets stuck with that mom? Did the, <laughs> She's been making peace all this time. Now she loses everybody. Yeah. Her son and her fucking husband. Right. Because of these assholes couldn't get along. People should send her, um, like, little... You know, bottles of joy in and dawn and solidarity for Nassau County Courts. <laughs> a guilty plea in a Rockville Center murder. 19 year old Maxwell Sherman said he choked 18 year old Lauren Davrin on a footbridge. Well, after the body was discovered, this guy actually gave a television interview saying he was stunned by the killing. People should actually look that video up because that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's going to face 18 years to life in prison at his June sentencing. What's his name so people can Google him? Oh, yeah. Let's give his name again. Maxwell Sherman. 19-year-old Maxwell Sherman. Yeah. Check it out. Interesting video. In fact, let's post that. I'll post that on the New York City yeah, Crime Report page. super interesting. That's yeah. where you can find that video. Yeah. Uh, now, Mandy and I happened to be on the subway the other day, and uh, we were taking a ride, mm-hmm. and headed uptown, and you're, you're not going to believe... Uh, you know who, who we ran into this was nuts and what we saw an actor you know like in New York, New York City you see actors all the time you it's know? exciting yeah it's always fun to see an actor and then uh, it, it's somebody you know, the more famous the better obviously I was not uh, immediately familiar you know with uh, with this guy but you watch these shows anyway we got a recording of it Here's a- I wanna know yeah my oh, yeah. Yes, have you looked on the four train <laughs> Not a lot of these beggars, they give their resume, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's really freaking out. He's handing out headshots. Yeah. Anything for some work. The competition's getting rough on these trains. Yeah. Chad L. Coleman. Hmm. Well, he sounds serious. Oh, here he comes. Oh, boy. Uh, Where is it, brother? So don't tell me I'm making this up. A humanitarian. If you care, thank God that bleep was here. Yeah, thank you. And that's the goddamn truth. So if you need to write about it, you need to record it. Get your phone out. And when you record what I said, tell me what the you exposed. Nothing but the. You know, we should get off here. 
Go ahead. This is our stop. One more time. <laughs> wow, that was uh, that was some that was some experience. Yeah. Chad L. Coleman on the Ford train, and he was upset about things in Baltimore, and uh, you know just went on a bit of a rant. He said somebody called him the N word, addressed him that way. So we don't know this this N word. So. Where my humanitarian at is not going to be a thing. I'm just going to say it right now, and he needs to stop trying to make it a thing. Where am I humanitarian at? People just don't say that. That's not. That's not a saying. I think that you you really come at it from a from like a, a gossip page angle. There, <laughs> it is not going to be a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what do you think? Uh, is he? Uh... Well, so I think that uh, yeah, when you watch the the wire, his character is so. Uh, like a gentle giant kind of character. Yeah. And so seeing that is really upsetting um, or listening so to it. No, dude, it's like, uh, he's off the fucking rails. You know, it's, mm. uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like the, uh, did you ever watch the video of the, um, Coney 2012 guy who wigged the fuck out and started like masturbating in the street and, uh, how did I miss that? <laughs> it was, uh, but you remember Coney 2012, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Okay. What is yeah. Coney 2012? So it was uh, this guy who did a viral video to try and um, spread awareness about this like evil uh, dictator in Africa. And it went viral. He got all these celebrities to tweet about it. Mm. And then he just like, he had a, you know, psychotic break. And he just lost his shit and went out and in the streets and started kind of like masturbating and his entire, that's why you should never tie a philanthropic campaign. And he was yelling, where am I humanitarian yeah, at? Well, yeah, it's, Which it's was me. Really I am the humanitarian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, that's, that's where his humanitarian at right and there. Then, yeah. Masturbating in the streets. Someplace. County 20, 2012. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, that is New York City Crime Report. And you can see me live and you can see Mandy Statmiller, news whore, live. And you can see Nate Fritzen. He is the uh, he's the senior Jew correspondent here on New York City Crime Report. Defense attorney Jim Pope. We're all going to be there. It's uh, May 12th. 6 p.m. and get your tickets at tinyurl uh, and it's crime uh, crime at Broadway. That's right. Can I do a plug for myself? Uh, well, of course. Yeah, I was um, just going to ask you to. People should um, come see me live because I'm going to be with you, and they can buy five dollar tickets. That's Mandy Stamill. <laughs> yeah. Now, where else can they find you? That's all. That's what I was, that was my bit. Oh, I was, okay. was going to plug. Well, yeah, but go ahead and say something real. News Horror is a great show. You have great guests. And yeah. It's weekly. It's like clockwork. It's always out. Yeah. What day does um, it come out? Uh, Monday usually. Monday and it's uh, right. Cast.com slash news whore. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And right. we just had Sam Morell, who I saw on your great show, Sam Desperation Morrell. Tonight. Yeah, Very yeah, funny guy. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Desperation Tonight. Don't forget about that. It's still happening at Caroline's. Absolutely. The next show is the 18th. So get tickets to, uh, you know, and if you want it, if you want tickets, you're visiting from out of town and more people are taking me up on this. I'm getting yeah. excited about it. Yeah. You all you got to do, write me, Pat Dixon NYC at Gmail. And I'll, 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 I can hook you up with some tickets. And last time uh, I saw Bill Burr, he performed. 
Bill Burr was great. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, he shows up. At death, My I get favorite a note. comic in the world outside of Pat Dixon. I'm yeah. standing there with uh, the keyboard, you know, about to bring up some comic. Yeah. And then I get a note, Bill Burr is here and he wants to do a set. Amazing. And I just thought for a second, just like, just handing him the note back and shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> just just how legendary that would be, you know. <laughs> what? He said what? Sorry, dude. Yeah. Can't, can't do it. Just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little notice. <laughs> a little notice. That's all I ask. You can see that show Mondays and uh, and, and write me for tickets, like I said, or go like the... De- you know, the I give them so many instructions and nobody's listening now. Anyway. Oh, and also there's a tiny URL for that. Tinyurl.com slash Desperation Tonight. Oh, yeah. Get tickets there. Yeah, and you can get tickets there. So tiny URL, Desperation Tonight. Yep. Yeah, is there a slash in there or anything? Well, yeah, tinyurl.com slash desperation tonight. Dot com slash desperation tonight. I'm your hype yeah, girl, right. Pat Dixon. And, and if you forget all this stuff, you should be following me on Twitter anyway, Pat Dixon. And also, go to, you know, if you're listening, at, oh, oh, well, leave a nice comment. You know, that'd be great. A review on iTunes. Leave a review on Stitcher. Listen on Stitcher and all that stuff. We're charting on there a little bit. We appreciate it. You, it's the best. Yeah. And, and, and thanks so much. And Mandy Statmiller, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?